Really Dad, the podcast. Welcome back to Really Dad, a show where me and my father talk. We try and correlate what we talk about to helping you build a stronger relationship between you and your parent or you and your child, depending on who you are in that situation. Uh, today, we got new chairs. <laughs> we sure did. Well, and uh, since they've listened to our last episode, this is a new place, too. Yeah. Uh, we got a new set. If yeah. you're looking at it, it, I think it looks pretty nice. But if you're listening to it, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a, um, we moved our clinic and our podcast to do is in the clinic. So we have a, um, a room, a nice big room before we, our podcast studio was in a closet basically. Yeah. And now we are in a nice big room, not next to space. We could even have a audience if we wanted to, but not during COVID. Yeah. No. And, uh, yeah, the, the house we're in is 115 years old. So that may not be old from where you're from. If you're listening, say in India or, uh, some places in the United States or in Europe, but, uh, here in the plains of Canada in Alberta, 115 years old for a home is pretty old. Yeah. That's really old. Yeah. So, uh, um, we'll be, uh, doing the show with ghosts. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I've heard shit. Like, I swear. Max isn't a fan of that whole idea. I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm enough of a coward to be afraid of them. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I don't believe in ghosts either, so we're good. Um, cool. Uh, so what's new in your world, Max? Uh, not much. Well, um, those that, uh, again, we've had... One of our most popular episodes was on um, going back to school during COVID. All right. And so Max has been back to school for a couple of months and his high school did something different this year to kind of accommodate COVID and oh, right. the, help uh, out things. Quarterly system. Yeah. So there's, they have four semesters instead of two. Yeah. So talk about that. Tell us about what's going on there. Well, we used to have two semesters, four classes for each semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they moved it to like a quarterly system. So there are two classes each quarter. Yeah. I prefer it, but most yeah. people don't. Well, you're doing exceptionally well with this new setup. And w- one of the main purposes they did this is so that when you, uh, you go to school, you take the bus. Yeah. So you get there on eight, eight you know, before eight. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed to go in early because you're a bus kid. And then you sit in your classroom. And so before his class starts, he has a 45-minute flex class where the teacher's there. Yeah. Now, you don't have to be there until 9 o'clock. But they want the kids showing up between 8.15 and 9. Yeah. So that kind of staggers the entry. So not everyone's in the hallway all at once. Yeah. And then once you're there, then you have that uh, flex before to work on your homework, get it done, or talk to the teacher if something you had a hard time with. And then you have your class for two hours, right? Mm-hmm. And then you guys break for lunch. Yeah. And that's when you can go outside. And then you come back and then you have one more class. Same kind of thing. You're there for like two and a half hours or so. And then uh, the dismissal staggered too, right? Grade 12s go first and grade 11 then grade 10s? Uh, yeah. Okay. And so that way there's not all the kids in the hallway at once. Mm-hmm. You're only moving once all day. 
So it really limits exposure. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you've only had two cases of COVID. I think it was up to like five. Oh, did it get? Yeah. Okay. But they haven't had to shut down the school and everyone's doing really well. There's no cases currently. And uh, it seems to be going really well. So it's working. Yeah. But uh, one thing that it seems that you like about it is you've got just two classes to focus on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have the same two classes every day. Yeah. So you're flying through material really fast. And you're taking science and math at the same time, right? Yeah. And you're doing exceptionally well. I'm super impressed. Um, compared to how you did uh, at home during COVID, you're kicking ass. Yeah, I think I barely passed. I think the only reason I passed was like with pity. Yeah. So I'm getting 90s, which is good. Yeah, that's fantastic. Better than your dad ever did. Good job. All right. Um, if you hear cars in the background, uh, where we moved uh, the office to, there's like a pretty big road to my right. Yeah. But you know what? When I did the last podcast for the five, I want to let it go. Mm-hmm. I listened to it. You can't hear anything. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I've got a few things that kind of clean things up after. And uh, yeah, so that's new in our world. We've got this beautiful clinic and we're really loving it and having fun in the space. And uh, our other podcast is doing quite well. It was in the paper recently and um, one of our guests chose to come out <laughs> in the last episode and let the community know that he's gay. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it's come along really well there. And uh, one thing we wanted to uh, talk about today is we're going to talk about drugs. Yeah. Drugs. So, um, when you were younger, how did you feel about drugs? What did you know about drugs? You did the D.A.R.E. program, right? Like, every kid does the oh, D.A.R.E. program. Oh, I almost forgot about the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah, that thing was a... What do you remember of it? I remember it was, like, really dumb. <laughs> no, because, like, what they tell you is, like, this is what drugs do. This is how drugs make you feel. This is what it can lead up to. This is where you could possibly get drugs. Stay away from these places. So basically what it's telling you is drugs do make you feel pretty good. Here are some places you could possibly get drugs. Goodbye. <laughs> That's a funny way to look at it. <laughs> Again, and it's a... Now, do they use a lot of fear? To I can't try to remember. sell kids on it, like I don't, scaring them of what drugs can do to you. I don't. No, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I remember as a kid. Can remember well. Everything always goes back to how you're raised and your experiences. But um, we had. Um, I was terrified of drugs as a kid. You know, oh, someone gonna slip me the drug. You know, am I gonna drink the marijuana? And smoke the heroin or <laughs> no one would like slip you it. Like I know, I know. Like I so don't how people say, oh no, someone will slip you it. Someone will like put it in your drink. Why would someone do that when they can just use it themselves? Like Yeah. Well, I think like roofies and stuff like that. Well, that's different. Like yeah, that's that's different than like recreational drugs for sure. But I remember as a kid thinking, you know, okay, I'm never gonna do drugs. Then as I got older. I thought, well, I'll never do the heavy drugs. Yeah. But if I ever came across cannabis or um, uh, speed, you know, maybe I'd try that. You know, that kind of thing as a kid. Right. And 
the first time I was ever exposed to drugs like that I could actually take. Well, actually, <laughs> no, let me, I'll tell you this story, Max, because this one's pretty funny. Okay. I think it was grade six. I found my mom's, uh, I don't know if they're iron pills or vitamin C pills or something. But kids were all talking about drugs and kind of, right. there's a couple of girls that talked up that they had done drugs before. Right. be cool. So I thought, okay, well, I took some of these pills and put them in an unmarked container and they were like red, yellow, orange kind of thing. And I told the kids they were sunrise surprise and it was speed. That's... And of course, and, they sell for and it. And I sold it to them. That's sick. <laughs> this is a terrible kid. And so I sold no, there's, there, fake drugs to the kids. And that's they, awesome. And they were like, apparently they got like super high. Placebo and, effect. And were mad, you know, like you should have warned us how strong those drugs were. You know, this kind of thing. I don't like, I was just laughing because I knew they weren't drugs. But so that was the first time I kind of... <laughs> experienced drugs as a drug dealer as a kid but uh i remember i think it was grade 10 it must have been grade 10 because it was with keith and i met keith in grade 10 so it was like the winter uh winter or spring or grade 10 something like that and we're hanging out there and keith's parents were gone and we're like oh wouldn't it you know and i think his brother was there and his Mm -hmm. brother was going to go buy some drugs right and they're like he's like you guys want some too and we're like okay you know like right. sure so we went went with him actually in the car to go buy the drugs <laughs> it met some guy at earl's the restaurant on 17th and you know it's so, a weird place yeah it was and so we brought it back and we met him in the parking lot and we brought it back to the house and uh then we smoked it now I like even when I was a kid, I'd buy cigarettes just to give to the cute girls, right? Or to pretend to smoke. I don't know if I ever really figured it out at that age how to properly smoke. Really? Because I would just I wouldn't inhale. Right. I didn't really know, right? And so I still don't think that night I actually inhaled properly mm-hmm. because I don't remember. Yeah. Really getting high. And maybe the other guys did, but I think it was like one joint for the three of us, which technically may not get all of us all that high. Right. But, and depending on how the quality of the weed, right. Or how much THC is in it. Right. But uh, I remember trying to pretend to be high that night because it didn't work. And then I think it was a year and a half later when I actually did uh, pot properly or actually figure out how to inhale mm-hmm. but i messed up that night because i did it at a party in a hot tub the first time i got high was in the hot tub it was in a hot tub that so summer. i'm in a hot tub with other people we're smoking a joint and i don't know if it's because of the you know the blood flow is increased because you're in a hot tub or the heat or something, but it hit me hard and fast. Right, and this was like the first time. I was How much high. did you eat before that? Oh, I don't know. All it right. was it was by evening, so I probably had some food in me. Right, but um, this is the first time I was ever really high. Mm-hmm. Scared the shit out of me because you don't know what to expect, right? Yeah, no one ever like 
kind of like, oh, this is what happens and this is how you feel, you're, you know, and how to prepare and all that. Anyway, I panicked a little, you know, and I was just like, whoa, because again, a big thing that they push, you know, when I was being raised with Mormon, all that is, you know, the fear of losing control. Mm -hmm. And so here I felt like, crap, I'm losing control. What's going to happen to me? What's going to, you know, what's my body going to do? All I know is I was like super upset and almost crying right. <laughs> and asked my girlfriend to take us home. <laughs> but, and then I don't think I touched it again. Oh, for maybe ages. Really? Maybe one more time in high school. I can't really remember. But then I really don't think I did any more. Oh, gee. Until like five years ago. Yeah. As an adult. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that time I did edibles mm. for the first time. That's much different, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like with edibles, it's... um. It takes longer. So you think, oh, well, that nothing's happening. Like, I think we, we t- it usually takes like an hour or a, so. An hour to two. Yeah. Depending on what's in it, your metabolism and who you are, all that stuff. But we, we had gotten a chocolate bar with cannabis in it. Right. And so we took a little square each and we are at the Fringe Festival in Edmonton. And so we took that and I also had some uh, nibs. You know, the little uh, licorice cutoff things. Right. And that was, that had cannabis in it. And so after like, you know, thir- you know, 40 minutes, an hour, I'm like, nothing's happened. I'm like, oh no, no, this is, no, this is the second time I did edibles. That's true now. But anyway, that one was crazy. Mm-hmm. It took forever. So I took a little bit more. And then. By the time I actually hit by you. By the time I, it actually hit me, it was so much. And the play's going on. And we're like three rows from the play. And it felt like that play took six hours or six days. It felt like it took forever. Every second lasted like an hour in your mind. And it just kept going on forever. And I'm like, holy crap, this is so weird. It's way too much. (laughs) But I think the first time I did edibles, actually, yeah, it was a patient had given me a few uh, joints. Mm -hmm. And um, we had... uh, um, I don't know. Smoking it didn't do anything. I tried. Right. And I maybe again, I didn't know how to do it properly. I don't know. So I thought, well, why don't I make butter with it and then make brownies? How did the butter taste? Oh, gross. What about the brownies? Terrible. The brownies are okay, but you could still taste cannabis. I don't like the taste of cannabis. So now I do like capsules or I vape it. But right. um, There was a. uh, So anyway, we made those. We each had a piece. And, you know, after again, after an hour, nothing happens. So I'm like, oh, I'll have another brownie. Of course. That you didn't learn you. from last time? I didn't learn. And now I've learned. Now I know what to do. But because it was a big gap between those two. Right. And so that time it was the first, you know, like 30, 40 minutes. It was great. It was a lot of fun. We're giggly, having a lot of fun. But then the next one hit me. Mm. I had more. I had to crawl up the stairs to get to the bedroom and we went right to sleep at like six o'clock at night, slept all night, got up the next day and I was still a little high. It's crazy. So again, I always, 
now I always explain the story. Like we've had discussions about, mm-hmm. you know, you're not 18. So legally you, yeah, on the record, I've never done drugs. Yeah. But we know as teenagers, they're going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we've had the discussion about how to do it safely. Right? Yeah. As everyone should like teach your kids how to do things safely. Yeah. You know, because it, you know, it could come up at any time. Someone may have some cannabis and, and you may try it. So, um, but uh, <laughs> one thing again, and this is something, you know, we've talked about, but I think everyone listened to this because not everyone's done cannabis yet. Right. But especially if you eat it um, or even, even smoking it, like the sensation is a little different. It's more intense if you, if you eat it or take an edible. But what I've found is when that sensation comes on, there's this initial little anxiety or a little bit of a panic because you're like, what the hell's happening to me? And if you're not, if you don't trust your body and you don't trust the substance and that everything's going to be okay, you can get some serious anxiety out of it. Right. Well, I think that's just the fact that you don't, you aren't comfortable with it and you haven't like, cause all your life you've been taught that marijuana is bad for you. Like it's something that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. So I think someone who, has been taught that marijuana isn't all all that bad, that it can be helpful. Yeah. That you won't feel as that much as much anxiety with yeah. it. Yeah. Set and setting, how you set it up, where you where you're at. And again, anytime you try something new, any drug, you safe place, have a babysitter, you know, have someone there to take care of you and guide you through it. Hopefully someone with some experience. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as you go through that, then it's just trusting that those sensations are normal and safe. Because I know with me, whenever I do cannabis, it kind of starts and works its way up into my body. And it's just like tingling and almost, it's not a restriction, but it kind of feels like there's something there. And it start, it goes to my throat, one of the right. first places. And I'm like trying to clear my throat or, or I, there's this sensation like, oh, I'm not breathing well or whatever, but I totally am. Right. Paranoia. Yeah, but this like sensation comes up, and I just have to remind myself every time, like, no, no, I'm fine. I can feel myself breathing. I can feel it's clear. This is not that. It's just as the chi moves to my throat, I'm getting this sensation that I don't recognize, and I'm associating it with that. All right. So you just have to tell your brain you're totally fine, and then it kind of buzzes up into your head, and then then you feel it all over. And, you, you know, and again, it depends on the type you use. Like, so like a uh, Indica is the one that like is a full body high. Right. Like they call it Indica couch, like couch lock. Right. And then there's like Sativa, which is more active, you know, like if you want to still be able to do stuff and kind of, it almost makes you almost a little alert. Right. Or the other one just wants, you just want to go to sleep. So I'm talking way too much, Max. Should we, um. Watch a video. Oh, yeah. We should watch those uh, driving ads and yeah. you shouldn't drive high. So anyway, Max found these the other day and they look pretty dang funny because in Canada now, cannabis is legal for adults. If you're over 18. Yeah. And so with that, there's there were they're educating everyone on, OK, you know, like it's. It's in a lot of things, how to how to use cannabis, how to do it safely, how to do it right. And instead of getting these ads like 
this is this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any yeah. questions? Like all these old negative fear-based ones. All about like you shouldn't take drugs. It'll fuck you up. It's more so you're, you're probably going to take drugs. Like if this is aimed at you, you're probably an adult. You can take care of yourself. Like yeah. and don't you, drive high. Okay, here it is. Jesse took an edible and chose to pet his friend's dog instead of drive. Okay, so those of you listening, this is, if you want to search it in Google, in uh, YouTube, it's CAA Edibles Campaign. He and it is, um, CAA is the Canadian Automobiles Association, you know, it's an insurance or, you know, kind of thing. Right. And the, we're just trying to alert people that, hey, you know, cannabis and alcohol, it's the same thing. You're driving impaired. Mm-hmm. So do it safely. So we got this dude, he's on the couch, he's like blissed out of his mind high big smile on his face he thinks he's petting the dog the dog is sitting there looking at him like Mm -hmm. dude i'm right here and he's just petting like a really soft blanket (laughs) good jesse good then it cuts to him in a car like in the back seat him not driving yeah and it's like if you do edibles don't you know, do anything but drive. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the back of the car now, still petting the blanket as they leave. I love it. Yeah. Like if you're going to be high, don't drive, like have someone drive you. Yeah. Like a chauffeur or something. Yeah. Here's a, here's another one. Jake took an edible. And now he thinks he's being followed. By his ride. He'll figure it out eventually. Or not. <laughs> I remember one time when I was high. So this is the time we're at the play. Mm-hmm. So the play's done. Everyone gets up. And by this time, both of us are high. All right. Like out of our tree. And I'm like, look over at Chris. I'm like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> and she's like, let's just wait till everyone's left the room. So everyone leaves the room. And then we both get up really slow. We're like holding hands, trying to help each other up. And we're up on like the second or third floor of this library <laughs> and working our way down. We get outside. We're walking. We're super paranoid and like concerned. Everyone can tell we're high. No one can tell you're high. And no one gives a shit. No one cares. And so we get to the, uh, we get to an intersection. Mm -hmm. We have to cross the street. And we're just terrified to cross the street. (laughs) So we made sure everything was okay. We cross the street. We get to the park. We lay down in the sun, you know, just in the grass. Right. For like 40 minutes. (laughs) Just to get a little nap, get ourselves like situated. And then she's like, okay, we got to go. We got to go to the next play. (laughs) Get up. We're like all super careful. (laughs) But what's funny is we used that same chocolate bar another time and it did nothing to us. Uh, You might have had like a high tolerance. Well, and I think the other thing is, is, you know, how well mixed the chocolate was. Right. So all of the cannabis could have settled 
edibles can be dangerous because like you don't know which you don't know like that's one thing in canada they delayed the legal release of edibles right because they wanted better testing and dosage and to kind of for people to be absolutely sure that you yeah. can make yeah because you can mess it up like it's funny like chris when she was in ontario she picked up a bunch of edibles like candied ones mm-hmm. right and most taste terrible right but she got these other ones max they taste just as good as any old candy and i've heard 10, of a they're 10 milligram thc oh wow like you could eat that whole bag in like two seconds just because it tastes so good and then you'd, and be, you'd be effed up yeah i've heard of a you, uh, you know nerds ropes mm-hmm. i've heard uh that there's like a nerds rope but as like a hundred milligrams of marijuana oh my goodness and i saw a video of a a guy telling a story on what happened to him after he accidentally ate one of those and like he felt like rubber oh gee i'm sure he did okay here's another fun one this one's book ketchup jesse took an edible and then chose fries over driving right on jesse there's no such thing as too much flavor so it's the same guy from the dog one. He yeah. still has that blanket on his. <laughs> yeah. He still has the blanket on his lap, and then he's just smothering his fries with ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> I really like how they're uh, saying that like drugs aren't bad. It's no longer fear mongering. Yes. It's education. Yeah. Like with anything, like again, what is safer, alcohol or cannabis? Personally, I'd say cannabis. Cannabis, and every study is way safer. You know, it's not addictive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't uh, damage the liver and the heart and all those other things. It doesn't make you violent. <laughs> Matter of fact, it makes you the opposite. Yes. So as long as people don't drive mm-hmm. when they're using cannabis, it is so much safer. Like even with alcohol, if you drive, you're impaired then. Yeah. So like. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So it's. Marijuana is just way safer than yeah. alcohol. Yeah. And it doesn't cause all the you know, negative things that come out. Like, so if someone's a mean drunk, they're going to hurt somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like domestic abuse, all that stuff. A lot of it stems from alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not if everyone if, was if stoned. If you get high on cannabis and you're stoned, are you going to beat anyone up? No, no. You're physically able to do so. Yeah. You love everyone. <laughs> it's totally cool. Okay. Here's another funny one. Emma took an edible and instead of driving, Put on her friend's dress, then got hungry. Careful, Emma. That dress is dry clean only. <laughs> so she's wearing her friend's like super fancy dress. Mm-hmm. And she's got a bag of chips. And she's looking in the mirror, looking how the light hits the dress, just eating her chips. <laughs> I love these ads. They're pretty funny. And then, okay. Now here's a, here's one more that I want to try out before stop here that now those of you who are listening from other countries in canada we have a show called this hour has 22 minutes okay it's a comedy show on cbc and uh, canadian broadcasting corporation right and it is always funny but they did this great little bit on uh you know edibles now in canada now that, now that they're le- legal so this this is really cute uh pumpkin patrol we're just stopping cars to remind them to slow down over Halloween. You guys were 